this week on the BAMFCast. You better listen up, butthorns, and get your showers ready, because you're about to get a seed. One star, we're in. I think it's time to blow this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, Hey, BAMFCast. Episode 88. Woo! Miles per hour. 88 miles, 88 casts per hour. Haiti <laughs> casts is about an hour. Yes. Yes. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. On the beach. And joining us again this week. I'm Chuck. The Smarmy Intern Face. Yay. Yes. Wait, what's that you say? What? Huh? What? Yeah, we took on an intern. Uh-huh. His yep. name's Chuck. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Say something funny, Chuck. Uh, Mazel tov. He's in training. That Chuck. He is in training. He is a kidder. Anyway. No, mm. I, I love the fact that He's our intern, and he's probably seen more bad movies um, than By all of us put together. See, but that's the good thing. We can have him vet all the movies. I can be the technical advisor. Right. Yeah, there we go. Right. We like intern, because it means we can abuse you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of abuse. And we don't have to pay him. Yes. When I hit the lottery tomorrow, well, I, when, I, when I will have hit the lottery last Wednesday, I won't have to pay <laughs> I him I do anything. that every Wednesday and every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hit it? Yes. And it hits me back. Mm. For about five bucks each week. Cool. Sweet. Yep. yep. I got mine right should I, here. Should so anyway. I, should I explain what we do? Yes. Sure. Oh, why, not? why not? Yeah, because I don't know. Uh, so each and every episode of the BAMFcast, we go ahead and uh, we go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> we hijack it. <laughs> we hijack a tank of bad <laughs> movies into the past. <laughs> and uh, then we come forward <laughs> and... Uh, we shoot them 39 times. Yeah. And yeah. Shoot them 39 times and come in here and talk about them for about 30 to 39 minutes. And uh, then we rate said movies. One to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after robot jocks, or it gets one to five bags in a negative sense, as in douchebags after Twilight. The douchebags. So, for 88, in keeping with our 80s theme that we totally made up on in the middle of the 80s, uh, no, we, we didn't, watched. When they officially started in 81. Sure. Mm-hmm. The bleeding effect. 1988's Bulletproof. Starring Gary Busey. Yay. Good. Not, not the yeah, terrible Adam Sandler, one. Damon Wayans one. No. No. I didn't or even probably, know that movie existed. Or probably a dozen other movie names named Bulletproof, probably. Surprisingly few. Uh, I was kind of shocked. Was there 50 Cent? Do you have a movie called that, too, or just an album? I don't know. A song. Might have been. Didn't he have a, did he have a video game? Sure. Probably. Bulletproof mm-hmm. I know game? the word yes, is associated with. 50 Cent Bulletproof. Yes. There's Bulletproof Salesman. Bulletproof Monk. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bulletproof Monk, yes. a, a, a classic. I've wanted to see Bulletproof Monk for a while. Really? It's on like every seven seconds on FX. <laughs> really? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. I don't even know there, what channel FX is on. There was like a week where they played nothing but Bulletproof Monk. Really? I'm not kidding you. It, that's all they played. Did Chow Yun Fat just be like, hey, listen. I don't know. He but... wanted a Chow Yun Fat paycheck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyway. Why don't you tell summary, us about Bulletproof? Summary of Bulletproof. And this is called reading straight uh, verbatim from the Internet Movie Database, and I'm doing this on purpose. Oh, no. Because this is actually the one that they put up in the main description. A group of dangerous terrorists succeeds to get hold of a tank of the army and all its crew. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Hey, get the whole little tank. Barely. Of the army. Of the army. A tank of the army. As opposed to the private sector tank. Yep. Yeah. So I just want to keep it short so we can just jump right into this. It's fucking, it's Gary Busey. It's it's Lone Wolf McBusey Bane. Yeah, this was actually directed by <laughs> yes. the guy who directed Lone Wolf McQuaid. Mm-hmm. 
This is Lone Wolf McBain, starring Gary Busey. Yeah. And not McBain, McBain. And McBain is a great name, too. Yeah, well, yeah. It is. I mean... A lot of people get to yell, McBain. McBain. A couple say Macbain. Yeah, Macbain. Or Mac. Yeah, like yeah. the general from uh, Predator. Yeah. It's like, we need you now, Macbain. Now more than ever. Yeah, it was interesting, because when this started, I thought it was going to be like a lethal weapon knockoff. Which is exactly it's how it started. How it started. Yeah, <laughs> because like the opening scene is total lethal weapon knockoff, except with Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Who's in Lethal Weapon? <laughs> Not playing the same character. And Silver no. Bullet with Corey Haim. But uh, anyway. Whoa. Other than him, really not anybody else you'd recognize in this movie. No, no, no. There's a lot of people you'd recognize. Well, yeah, but... But uh, you just don't yeah, know who they, they are. are. In, in the, the first start. five minutes, there's someone you might recognize. Mm. Yeah. In Danny fucking Trejo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Only the best. Not even in the opening credits, no. Danny Trejo. Just total surprise. Yeah. Wearing a suit, all clean. Mm-hmm. Doing coke. Yep. <laughs> Buying and selling guns. Like, that sounds like I, Danny Trejo. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't figure he out which one he was Cass doing. He is the Danny Trejo. Yes. He is now. As well as... The Banff Castle and Gary Busey. Yep. He's we, in Soldier. Oh, yeah. Well, he it? was the... What? He oh, was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Okay, yeah. The, the actual good yeah, guy, Colonel. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in the movie so little, I almost kind of forgot about him. It's just amazing how less symmetrical his face has gotten with age. Because here, it's kind of asymmetrical, but in that one, it's like clay face. I think it's his like all... teeth never stopped growing, so eventually <laughs> they just warped the shape of his head. It could yeah. be. Altered his jaw. Yeah. He is like... God, he's tough to look at, man. What nowadays? It, okay. Any days? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Never a handsome dude. No. I mean, he's not as bad as the dude from Invasion USA, but I mean, if you, I guess if you burned Gary Busey, he might be bad. But <laughs> yeah, we go. that's make maybe you could burn his face more symmetrical. Actually, we in our defense, we never really came back to this subject, but what we kept calling the dude from invasion usa burn victim or no and, no or, yeah yes and he actually is he is a burn, burn victim, victim but yeah. but oh, the reason why we don't feel burn. bad he did I mean, it to himself while like on some kind of drugs he was like i'm on drugs and it seems like a good idea to set myself on fire yeah hey so, man that's what happens when you party with Busey. so when you're <laughs> when you do this to yourself you expect some jokes from mm-hmm. us because we're tasteless people you do it to yourself and mm-hmm. that's why it really yeah. hurts so it starts off its lethal weapon, including one car chase as uh, Lone Wolf McBain decides to not call in backup and go bust up this. Well, and he has operation. his partner who's like, "I'm just sick of this shit." Yeah, yeah, older black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, chugging Pepto Bismol. Just can't believe he's partnered with the crazy man. Oh, I meant to look that guy up. Yes, Captain Bulletproof, as he calls himself, because well, he gets shot a lot. And he's not exactly bulletproof. He just kind of shrugs it off, though. He's sort of bullet-resistant or... Bullet-tolerant, we said. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's bullet-tolerant. He, he can tolerate <laughs> getting shot. Yeah. He's not... He Much gets shot all the time. Mm-hmm. He's not... The, the title is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The I mean, they haven't, penetrate. They haven't yeah. killed him yet, so... No. You know? No. Yeah. Though yeah, I do love that when good. he gets shot by Danny Trejo or somebody, he's like... he It hits him in the, in the shoulder, of course, because mm-hmm. that is where all tough guys get shot. But he's just kind of like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, he's mildly annoyed. Yeah. He's just like, ah, oh, again. I think he's more annoyed that his shirt was had a bullet hole in it now. Yeah. But we got to address how he entered the whole scene. Oh, yeah. So, like, he sneaks up he sneaks up on this warehouse where the, the drug slash gun slash whatever the hell's going mm-hmm. on yeah, transactions some going Some kind on. of deal where the one they arrive in an ice cream truck yeah. and Hell the other yeah. one's in a limo. Yeah. 
And then the, and he's and, like, I'm not exactly sure we should call backup yet. They could just be selling ice cream. So <laughs> his partner's getting all pissed. Yeah, and he goes up to the roof and he's like peeking in the window and he sees all this stuff going on. His partner's just screaming at him to call for backup. And he's like, no, nah, this will be fun. Let's get in there and do it. And, <laughs> and so he gets in there and he's just climbing around in the rafters, not being sneaky at all. And, you know, finally one guy, is, or I guess Danny Trejo sees him and is like, what the hell is this? And. Busey just shouts out, your worst nightmare, butthorn, and just <laughs> jumps down out of the rafters, just right in the middle of 50 guys with guns, and he just pulls out his handgun and starts blowing guys away. He's got a hand cannon. Yeah, butt get horn. familiar with the term butthorn. 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 It's, that is like his catchphrase in this. It's, he, it's almost like they filmed scenes thinking like this was going to go straight to network television, <laughs> and they wanted to go ahead and film the, the, the non-profane parts first, and yeah. he just like, well, say butthorn. <laughs> Well, it's weird because they're like, you know, it's they'll throw a fuck right before that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, like, like, like his partner's like, I'm sick of this fucking shit. Yeah, well, you know, even scene, better in the same sentence, he goes, "Oh, that fucking guy is such a pain in my butt." It's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, really? Yeah, <laughs> but but fucking. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. think the guy just whoever wrote this just loves the word butt. I think. That's I awesome. think so. Who is the um? Who was the his partner? His partner was Thalmus Rasmalala. Razulala. 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 That dude was in every black exploitation movie. Sweet. Like sweet. Ever. Yeah, he's like a familiar looking dude. Yeah. Oh, he was those... in Blackula. Sweet. Mm-hmm. There you go. But yeah, he's only in the very beginning. In General Hospital, my favorite black exploitation <laughs> movie. <laughs> sweet. <sighs> but yeah. yeah, so he busts up the, the drug thing and they, yeah, they escape in the ice cream truck and they chase after him and. Well, and, and, and they've the, got all well, the, well, Danny Trejo's in the back, and he's like, I think we lost him. And he's like, you don't just lose McBain. Right. Is it, cause like, yeah, because so, every criminal in town knows McBain. Yeah, they've like, established that McBain is like their boogeyman. Yeah. It's like you tell your, your criminal kid right. stories of how McBain will get you if you're not careful. <laughs> so the driver guy's yelling at Danny Trejo that, you know, the guns are in like the popsicle drawer yep. of, the, of the ice cream truck. And so, I mean, they, they destroy Busey's car and he's just sort of mildly annoyed by that. And well, they I shoot love a, that when he pulls out the minigun on him. Yeah. That's when Busey's like, hey, you might want to call for that. Yeah. And so all that really does is blow a large enough hole in the windshield so that then Danny Trejo can throw a grenade into the car. Yes. And Busey isn't even really bothered by that. He He's just says to his partner, phased. you want to get that? <laughs> <laughs> and then Busey manages to throw it back out through the hole in the windshield forward into the truck, which is speeding ahead. And that yes. just blows it, the truck the it fuck up. the laws of physics and everything not oh, awesome. No, it's totally believable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. bought it. 100%. But the best part about it is like the biggest non-cliche happens, you know, is his angry captain shows up at the, the disaster scene and he's sort of like, you know, damn it, McBain. And then he sort yeah, of pulls I, him aside and he's I like, I thought we were going to get a loose cannon. Yeah, there. no, but he's, he's, yeah. he's like, you pulled me out of my poker game. Right. It's three with, in the, the, with the commissioner and I was yeah. winning. And then he's just, he pulls him aside. And he's like, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell yeah. anybody. Which yeah, never just, happens. Just between you and me. Yeah. The, <laughs> for once, the cap's like, yeah, keep killing these guys. And I love that the whole time Busey's just giving him the toothy grin. Yeah. And then his partner, Aye. then his partner's just like, I don't know how you do it, McBain. He's just leaning against a barrel, drinking, you know, more Pepto, just like, yeah, well, we got shot again, you know. Yeah, the chick's giving him oxygen. Yeah, he's like, hey, oh, give, yeah, me give, me the, yeah, give me the usual. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> oxygen. It just happens all the time. Oh, I feel such euphoria right now. Well, he's probably got extreme emphysema because Busey's smoking all the time. Yeah, <laughs> hit me with that oxygen. That asshole's smoking again. 
Yeah, so McBain goes home. He goes mm-hmm. home and finds that his house gets. is all lit up with candles and slinks around. And, and it switches yeah. to the chicks in your house music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Sultry saxophone. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we got to say, like, during the whole Lethal Weapon, you've got the smoky sax. Yep. Along with a little bit of the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, it's, the beginning it's is like, pure, let, let, let's do a little Lethal Weapon scene to, yeah. to bridge Busey. But then they go to that, if you can imagine that music in the 80s, that yeah. is the music you are hearing when he walks in that house. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's a, a naked chick in his, in his bathtub. A naked French chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of mildly annoyed. He's like, well, what are you doing yeah. in here? <laughs> it's like, I got a bullet in my shoulder and I wasn't counting on you being here. Yeah. But he doesn't, he, she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And he goes to the bathroom. He's bleeding profusely and yeah. blood all over the place. And he just sort of knifes the bullet out of his shoulder, cleans it up, and puts it in a jar with the rest of his bullets. Of course. <laughs> and the jar has quite a few bullets yeah. in it. I think it had more than 38 or so. Yeah, because yeah, he reveals later he's shot like he's been shot 39 times. Yeah. Which is a lot, in case you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. For one person. Yeah. Considering how many people go down with a couple shots. It's not a lot if you're like a paper target, but if you're Gary Busey, it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) His shoulders and arms have many a bullet hole in them, apparently. (laughs) But yeah, he... uh, So, of course, she's... This is our only gratuitous nudity of the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's very fading. Yeah. It's only... Yeah. Yeah. He, he, boom, hits the the bed with her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wakes up. Wakes up, has a boom, flashback. Yep. A really long slow mo flashback yeah. with, with, no, with no dialogue, so it's like well, sound. What's happening here? And he's they're apparently they're doing deal, some sort of deal, and wrong. his partner gets hostages and <laughs> hostage hostageized. <laughs> yeah, and so Busey just maybe? shoots his buddy. Hostage- the hostageication yeah. happens. I don't know. words. I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> he gets hostage of the army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the army in the tank. Um, but yeah, so Busey just shoots his partner. Not really sure why. I think, I think he was a, trying to shoot the other dude. Shot. and He was trying to shoot the dude, but his aim was off and he hit his partner square in the his chest. His aim was way <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Just murdered his partner. Way off. So, yeah, and bit. then he lets the guys get away. Yeah, he runs over to his dead partner. Now, he got shot in the shoulder, though, so maybe that's the excuse. I think it was passive aggressive, because didn't they kind of establish that that guy, well, they showed right in the flashback scene before that, that. He was with the blonde. Yeah, that chick. guy was the blonde mm. chick's husband or boyfriend sure. or whatever. But yet they were hooking up simultaneous or something. I yeah, I, don't, I know. don't know. You never know with Busey. Yeah, but anyway, so <laughs> I think it was a passive aggressive. Whoops. Yeah. Uh-oh. So anyway, he he kills him. Right. Then apparently flashback they, ends. Yeah. And immediately, as if right on cue. Right. That's when the army comes knocking. Because a big tank has been quote unquote stolen. Yeah, which they had a scene before that establishing that they were going to send they, it down there to they, get stolen. They had a scene where it was like, all these evil fuckers are hanging out in Mexico. Let's yeah. nuke them. And they're like, well, it's not that simple anymore. It's a new world with new enemies, and we got to go in strategically. So they they ship a tank, a super awesome prototype tank down to Mexico and yeah. let the bad guys steal it. I don't get their plan. It was a bad plan. I don't understand their plan. It was the worst plan, really. The whole plan was basically steal the tank, kidnap Busey's sort of acquaintance, and then get Busey to go down and be one man army. army. Well, they railroad him into doing it because they're like, well, we'll burn the file on your buddy if you do that. And he's like, well, didn't you say you were going to do that five years ago? And they're like, yeah, Yeah, well, we'll we'll burn all of it this time. 
Even we the, promise this time. Which really is just terrible for that dude. That dude gets no justice now at all because Busey just murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> he really was the big loser of the movie, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he just he got no got justice. shot in the chest by Busey. Yeah. And he's got nothing and to Busey show for it. steals his woman. Yep. Sucker. But yeah, so they show up, railroad him into going down there to save whoever. Captain the Blondie. Pe- the people in the tank. Right. Because all the all the army dudes, well, the ones, even the ones who got shot and killed, somehow managed to survive and then get taken hostage. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> they kill. But we like, have to briefly talk about the briefing scene before that. Yeah, where they bring him in the room. And, oh yeah. And all the generals like, here's the plan. You go down there and you do everything, and we sit back here. And he's like, okay. And then you know, and then there's the one guy who he's, he's just w- he's wearing a suit. Yeah. He just looks like an accountant. You he's just, just antagonizing Busey for yeah, no reason. He's, a, he's very much a Ted. And yeah. So, of course, he gets right up in Busey's face because that's when he tells him, oh, well, she's down there. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, why don't, did you tell me that? Yeah. Don't and screw it up he, like you did last time. And, yeah. You know, and so he gets popped in the face for it by Busey. Yeah. And then and later. Then, <laughs> yeah. Later, he says something else to him. I don't even know. I don't even remember what he said because it didn't matter. No. We were laughing so hard. He, was, but, he said another dick thing to Busey. Yeah. He said another dick thing while wrongly standing at the edge of the table yeah. where Busey immediately whips an ashtray <laughs> across <laughs> the table slides directly the table. into the guy's nuts and just <laughs> drops him. That, that was just one of the best shots in film. Yeah. Really? <laughs> how has that not happened yet? I don't know. I'm like, so how random. have I not seen a movie with that in it yet? You would think John Travis of all people would have pulled that trick out. Yes. Of course, yeah. it was post-apocalyptic, so there probably weren't a lot of ashtrays around. A lot of ashes, but no ashtrays. Yeah, but. yeah so, that, so after that they're like, hey, French chick drops him off. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'll see you. <laughs> yeah. And then she's gone forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. not never, show up again. Never see her again. He doesn't care about her anymore. Nope. And it's not about he, her. He never Next really wanted know, her around to begin with. No, yeah. he made that clear when she broke into the house. He was just like, oh, geez. Because like she broke in. She like stole his house key and made a wax imprint of it. And, and then, he, was, yeah. he was apparently just, you know, having a one night stand and she got all sneaky. Yeah, I guess. She got all clingy. Yeah chicks man. man don't teach your women how to do stuff no the thing is she probably still had the key to his house though because he didn't have time to well change that's probably where she Ooh, is that's gonna be awkward yeah, yeah. it's gonna be awkward Ooh. when he gets back with yeah his pulls up American in the front yard the tank. with a tank yeah. <laughs> and then walks in but what yeah all but these candles? she drops him off next thing you know they're throwing him out the side of a helicopter and like hey go save america well Right before he does that, he has another flashback where he's just laying in bed, sort of sort of crying, sort of laughing. It's strange. But he's clutching his saxophone, and then it cuts to this slow-mo flashback, and he's <laughs> he's playing the saxophone in his that, own flashback. That clip has to be on YouTube. <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> on the beach. It has to be Slow-mo on just blasting away on the saxophone while the friend that he killed and the woman that he's in love with are walking hand-in-hand. And then they They're come over. Actually. Yeah, they are. But then she runs over and like pawing all over him. Yeah, I, that's I. It's, I don't know. It's, it's all very unclear. Yeah. But the one thing that's clear is Busey is playing his own saxophone solo <laughs> for his own flashback. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Go go watch Gary Busey's bulletproof seduction scene. Well, yeah. the whole damn movie's on YouTube, I believe, in parts. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one you need to see, just because yeah. they have that amazing shot of. The slow pan of Gary Busey on the beach <laughs> playing saxophone. a saxophone. So terrible. Uh, how, do you, how do you get it by his teeth to play it? You gotta know? have a special read for that. <laughs> they, call it, they call it the Busey, the Busey read. read. We make these especially for Mr. Gary Busey when he wants to play a saxophone solo. <laughs> 
so yeah, they they get him. Like in you a can't just buy right. one of those at the local music store. <laughs> no special That's order. Special order. Yeah. So yeah, they get him in a helicopter and just basically throw him out of the Chuck helicopter. Him out of the helicopter. It's like you just, everything's thirty five miles of desert. Hey. Yeah, they're like, did you memorize the manual for that tank? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, whatever. Yeah, they give him. They totally got memorized. They give him the book to the top secret yeah. thing. And uh, he just immediately, like, lands, and he's the most conspicuous dude ever. He's in, like, jeans and a leather jacket, and he's carrying a big that. bag. And they he just... send him on a special mission <laughs> wearing jeans, a T-shirt, and a leather jacket. Yeah. And immediately, he's he immediately, like, there's two guards. He's, like, five yards away from these two or three guards, and he just walks up on him like he's a tourist or something. Like, Hold he's up. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> But then, you know, he, like, tricks them with some fake Spanish and then shoots them both. And yeah, I don't think we've really established the uh, the, the strange, the, the terrorists in Mexico. Like It's, it's, it's a everyone. melting pot of terrorists. It's yeah. everyone who hates America, but mm-hmm. 20 years earlier. It's like, it's, a it's like Mexicans, Colombians, <laughs> Libyans, Russians, Russians, Libyans, Libyans. Yeah. Nicaraguans. Sure. It's, yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And it's headed, it's headed by... Uh, Maybe even some Lebanese. Sure. It could be. Why not? It seems to be headed by uh, Henry Silva, who's mm-hmm. been in a ton of movies, mm-hmm. and he's always hired because he could pretty much play any ethnicity. And in this one, he just plays them all somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sort of speaking with a Mexican accent, but he's supposed to be Arab, and it's unclear as to what the hierarchy of this organization is. There's like a Mexican yeah. general, there's and, the Generalissimo, and then there's you know Henry Silva, and then there's some Russian guys later who they just keep calling our friends. We go see our friends now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah. they're just they're they're bad. They have guns yeah. and they're they're bad. bad guys. But he's the baddest of the bad guys. Oh yeah, he's bad because he likes women. Yeah, he wants the codes to the tank and <laughs> yeah, because the tank has like a shock mechanism on it mm-hmm. that unless you put in the code, anybody it who touches the tank, you get blast fried. Them off of it. Which is you know weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes you need a zapping it's a, it's tank. I mean, you know. Sure, electrified you don't want tank. people yeah. jumping up yeah. all on your tank. No, yeah, but yeah, they have riots and such. Special right. forces guy who uh, we have established as the guy from Predator, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's so I don't know. Does he just resolve himself to the fact that he's expendable because he's so worthless? He doesn't do anything the whole movie. Yeah, he, he just he like I mean, eventually. Oh, super special. He was just a. I mean, he's, but just I'm just a, saying, like, he doesn't really, like, the, the girl is, is the one that immediately stands up to them and starts talking back, and he's just kind of sitting back there like, mm-hmm. Well, he, I think he was just resigned to his fate. Yeah. Because he was an, just an old-ass soldier anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever, I'm just, I'm fucking done. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Maybe I'll make it out alive. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I've seen one, too many things. That was one <laughs> week past retirement. Well, he's kind of feeling guilty, too, because he was in on the whole thing. And then what happens is is that the <laughs> the Henry Silva guy, uh, as is now Bamcast tradition, uh, rapes the <laughs> the one female soldier. <laughs> he is going to rape the codes out of her. Yeah, <laughs> and so old dude feels Welcome bad. Welcome back to Rapecast. Yeah. It only took <laughs> every three time we episodes. bring it, Chuck. I know. If we're going to keep you on, yeah, we're going to watch the Rainbow Bright movie next time. Oh, sweet Star oh, no. Steelers. Uh-uh. It's going to no? be the director's cut. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to watch horse rape. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that Star Steeler scene. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, I can't watch that again. It's funny that popped into my mind because the guy wrote Death Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> wrote the Rainbow Bright movie. What? <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Yeah. Uh, well. God, what is wrong with my head? How um, do you know these things? I don't know. 
You definitely don't want to watch the Strawberry Shortcake movie. (laughs) That gets really twisted. (laughs) Nice. But yeah, so um, they established like crying game. (laughs) One thing I love about the whole Mexican whatever every ethnicity troops is they give them like no redeeming qualities whatsoever. No, they're all just flat out evil. They will kill anybody because they're just American. Right. They're just pure stereotypes. And then there's the one sidekick guy who's like the you know the right hand man Mm -hmm. is this just greasy looking guy with long hair who carries a like a little micro Uzi I guess it is yep. that has a little sight it's on got top a scope. of it. Yeah. 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 Micro Uzi with a scope, folks. Good ideas. <laughs> All so right. Two conflicting ideas. I, I have I have a theory about that. Okay, what is I your think, theory about that? I think that, that he learned to shoot with a scope because he never once uses it in the movie. No. no. I think he learned to use, shoot with the scope and now he just doesn't want to take it off because he's used to the weight. <laughs> he just he just points it like he, yeah, I know. he uses a scope just to point yeah. or something. I yeah, but uh, like just to give him enough evil. I mean, he's used. To, he usually shoots people in the back with it, mm-hmm. and then like he just fucks with the American hostages by just kind of having the chamber empty and then click, clicking click it, and, yeah. like he's going to kill uh, them. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that guy's just a dick. Yeah, and he looks extremely familiar. I just yeah, but we looked at his, we looked at his yeah, IMDb yeah. and yeah. there was like nothing there. He's like know. in stuff. I mean, everybody in this movie is like, oh, it's that guy. But you're yeah, like, yeah, you will. What? Guy was the only movie he's in that like I know I watched more than any person should is Crocodile Dundee too. Like it's <laughs> like I've seen that way more times yeah. than anyone should ever have seen it. And he's but, one of those guys. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, that's the only movie he's been in that like mm-hmm. could possibly ring a bell. I think. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, yeah. So they establish all them. Mm-hmm. McBain meets up with and like a Mexican agent a who, brings, who brings a kid from the from the town to help them out. Right. Yeah. Who. Is with them for about three seconds and then runs off to and tell then runs the off, bad guys. And the generalissimo is his father. Yeah. Hey, dad. What the fuck kind of Mexican agent is this guy? Terrible. The worst. How many kids are there running around Mexico? And you pick the one who is the fucking generalissimo's son to take with you. Well, not even that. Why what are you letting f- just a kid? Like, yeah. Why yeah. bring? We got this kid from yeah, the village. Like, He's going to help us. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Have you ever seen Rambo? <laughs> we have that guy for real, and he's here right now. Do you want to tag along? Yes, yes, see, yeah. see. I don't, like, that part I don't get. Yeah. But, yeah, he runs off, but not not before McBain comes across a tr- uh, group of three troops they're in sort a of, jeep with the mounted, yeah. mounted gun in the back. One guy runs off to go to the bathroom, and they're all just sort of cavorting around, just like, woo! Well, they were shooting quails or yeah, something. They, yeah, like, they scare the birds out of a tree, and they're shooting them with the machine gun mounted right. on the jeep. Right. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> and then Busey walks out, and yeah. he goes... Who are you? <laughs> he goes, I'm the game warden. <laughs> yeah. And they go, what? And he goes, bird season's over, butthorn. <laughs> he guns them down. Guns them down. In like one spray. Too. Yeah. He just kind of goes. Yeah. He, he, he is really just, good at the quick spray. But, yeah. but we should also point out like his guns empty. Like he has the opposite of movie gun. He does. He, d- he doesn't even have real guns. Like, they're yeah, unrealistic good. in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. Like, they like run out of bullets. bullets. Yeah, he shoots. Like He has a re- the revolver, the hand cannon in the very beginning of the movie. I think he takes t- two shots and then, you know. Mm-hmm. He's reloading. Reloading yeah. it. It's like, yeah. He's always reloading. Yeah. Always. Reloading. Always reload. So, yeah, he's, he's, but he just destroys those guys. And, <laughs> and the other two walk out like, oh, shit, that was easy. Yeah. I see why they brought you along. <laughs> and so then they just sneak into the camp and, uh, he just walks up to like a fence with some wire cutters <laughs> well, and yeah, just starts well, cutting the fence. Well, the funny thing is, he's like, "Hey, where's the kid?" <laughs> the guy's like, "Beats me." I don't know. He ran off. He's like, "I guess they know we're coming." <laughs> so, and then Busey's just like, 
here's an idea. You, you stay here, and I'm going to go kill everybody. Yes. Meet me behind the church. Which, of course, like, turns out to be a terrible idea. He be- gets caught. Like, he kills two guys, and he gets caught. He's caught instantly, and the guy he said, wait here, gets killed. Yeah, because yeah. that guy gets caught killed immediately. immediately. Yeah, he gets micro Uzi'd in the back by a henchman guy. Yeah. But yeah, Busey breaks into the camp. He just pulls out some wire cutters and just starts, in plain sight, just starts cutting open the fence. And one guy just walks up and is like, hey. And hey, Busey's like, doing? hi. And then shoots him. <laughs> no, throws a no, knife. No, he throws a oh, knife into yeah, the guy's chest. He gives him the knife throw. Yeah, stick around. Goodbye. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> goodbye and drags him off and then continues <laughs> cutting through the fence. Yeah, and then he kills like two more guys. Right, and, he sneaks, and then he's up like, on the, he sneaks up on the tank. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, there's man, the this tank. This was easy, but yeah. the everyone in the world, everyone pops out of well, appears. because the kid ran into the camp and gave him up mm-hmm. and said his name, and of course, all the army guys immediately go, "Oh, McBain, oh, you're shit, at McBain. shit now," <laughs> and so they're all like on alert. So they all run out and they all surround him when he's gonna get into the tank although if he had gotten into the tank he would have instantly been murdered because no the- no he probably had the codes he had the big book he probably knew the codes well well the, i think the worst thing there is that shepherd the, the blonde girl um uh, specifically says that i've been trained in uh classified yeah she's been cl- <laughs> trained in classified yeah <laughs> she's, classified so she's had classified training classified training, classified training. okay and then <laughs> i can't tell you what kind of training yeah. i've had but then, i have it so rest assured <laughs> And so when he walks in and says, uh, McBain is coming, Mr. Bulletproof. Or no, she goes, someone named Captain Bulletproof. Bulletproof. And she's like, <laughs> McBain? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Captain Classified there. Yeah. yeah. Say yeah. that a little bit louder there, honey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love how the, how the bad dude is like, who is this Captain Bulletproof? <laughs> you, you care about this McBain, don't yeah. you? I will use this against <laughs> yeah. you. You have feelings for him. I, <laughs> My accent yeah. is evil. <laughs> So why don't you have feelings for me? I just raped you. <laughs> they start to they start to apprehend Busey, and he pulls out this giant clunky box, which apparently the tank has a self destruct mechanism, mm-hmm. which is a switch. It's on just a box. a box with a big yeah. switch on it, and the box apparently has like some kind of a timer, thirty five minute timer <laughs> right. on it. So he flips the switch, and he's just standing there grinning at him, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna blow up your tank." And dude just. Like hits him in the head. Yeah, he's like all the, right, I'll take that. The Uzi guy sneaks up behind him. Yeah, and, and then all he does is press off. the button. He's like, all right, well, right, it's fix deactivated. That. <laughs> so right. tie this, tie this up guy now. up to big round. Yeah, so they tie thing. him up to <laughs> in <laughs> the most nonsensical thing in the whole <laughs> damn movie. They tie him up to one of those giant wire roller, yeah. you know, yeah. wooden but things big and enough to put him crucified like a wire on spindle. It. And they're going to execute him, and then like some people just talk. And they decide not to execute him. And then there's a diversion, and the chick gets a grenade somehow. Yeah, the special yeah. forces dude. Um, he just freaks out. Mustachioed special forces dude indicates to um, to Blondie that there's a stack of grenades. A giant crate of grenades. Yeah, like seven <laughs> crates of grenades. And so, and so he, he <laughs> freaks out and eventually knocks over magically knocks over this right. box of grenades and no one's looking at her and she just bends down and picks one picks up picks one up she's trained in classified yeah <laughs> she's trained she's trained in grenades and then she sneaking. does she end up making a deal with them she's like if you let him live i'll help you blah blah yeah, yeah. just don't shoot and, him now and then i'll tell you what yeah. m- codes i might know right and so yeah. she goes over to him and starts making out with him and he's like oh, gosh nice and <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no you idiot look down and and <laughs> she shows the him the grenade because she's holding the grenade where right. like everybody in the camp could see it so easily right 
It's because not covert. You at know, all. right now, everyone's watching those two. Yep. Because that's that's the apparently she <laughs> might not be trained in classified. Yeah. No. <laughs> but so she. She, she she's like I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up the thing behind you and yeah. either you're gonna die or you're gonna get away <laughs> yeah and he's like well all right I like those odds <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, she just she she it, it, the the movie goes slow mo and she like seductively takes the pin out of the grenade with her teeth <laughs> and spits it out and they hot. look at each other lovingly and then she flip you know flips the thing and and throws the grenade. And then everyone starts to catch on, so they well, all start scattering. And I love how bad guy is just like he's so hurt. Yeah. He's like, it's like I hate women. They yeah. always betray me. Yeah, he's like, why doesn't she love me after I raped her <laughs> so good? <laughs> but then the grenade go- blows, and he- you're sitting there thinking, oh, I hope this thing rolls away with Busey on it. But this movie can't be that ridiculous. No, it is that ridiculous. It rolls away with Busey on it. He but rolls, it rolls down a giant like- hill. Super fast. <laughs> no, but when it starts off, it's rolling at like half a mile. Oh yeah, an it's hour. very slow, it's and for some reason, moving. no one like, is shooting at him. Right, and then he's doing like sixty-five by the time it hits the hill. Right. That's because real Busey didn't want to spin around that fast. No, he's but like dummy Busey. Oh yeah, this fucking like, hell out of dummy Busey. So he goes down like <laughs> a hill. Put some teeth on that dummy. Nobody will know the difference. <laughs> he goes some down a hill. Hair and some teeth. And no one, no one goes after him. They're all just running yeah. around dealing with the chick or whatever. Yeah, they're just like, well, I guess he got away. Yeah, and so Shit. during the rolling, he manages to untie himself, and he stagger in a good bit of acting by Busey. He staggers around like he just no, he was just drunk. Yeah, well, <laughs> it could have been that too. I'm they trying to him, give him yeah, credit, he, but they told him the it movie was over. So it's a rap party. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was one more the, scene. That was the last scene of the movie. Yeah. So, and, like, he's instantly gone, like, disappeared. Yeah. Like, a scout comes back up the hill. He's like, whoa, we cannot find him, you know? <laughs> he disappeared. Yeah, he lost his trail. That was my crazy like, well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's never shown himself to be stealthy at all. Mm-hmm. He sort of crouches, and that's the most stealthy he gets yeah. in the entire movie. He just ran like hell. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, he, he was taller than pretty much everybody else. Yeah. So I think he, he probably... And blonder, and his teeth reflect against the sun. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. he should have stuck out anywhere he was. Yeah. Well, and he's wearing jeans and a jacket. Yeah. Uh, he used the For reflection from his Mexico. teeth to create some sort of mirage. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hypnotic teeth. <laughs> yes. Ooh, it's an oasis. <laughs> Pusey's gone. <laughs> so then, but, I don't yeah. remember where he goes. Well, what happens is they call. That's when they call the Russians, and they're just like, "They're friends." Hey, we're gonna give you. We're gonna sell you the stuff. Right. And the Russians are like, "All right." cool you yep. know and that's when uh the guy who who basically fucked up mcbain when he was gonna when he was making that deal and mcbain ends up shooting his partner mm-hmm. that guy is the russian general mm-hmm. that guy is also a vampcast alum from action usa who mm-hmm. is the chief the chief will talk like this all the time hell yes except now he's talking like this except in russian goes for Don, yes. yeah yeah <laughs> And it's kind of awesome, even though when you look at him, (laughs) you just, you look at him and you're like, you know, that voice probably shouldn't be coming out of that dude. It just doesn't look right or sound right, but now he's had some sort of throat injury regardless. We're going to find out after the show that he's had some sort of horrible throat injury and you're all going to feel bad. (laughs) If he did it to himself, I don't feel bad at all. Okay. (laughs) If he was high on something, he was like, I'm going to stab my throat. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds awesome. I'm going to drink some pool cleaner. (laughs) I wonder how bleach tastes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, it's terrible. Oh, I just gargled some gravel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so you want to know how he gets back in to start killing? 
is they decide that for whatever reason they're going to transport the tank. Well, yeah, they're and transporting the it to the well to the Russians, and yeah. but they decide to take uh, you know the blonde along with them. Oh, that's right. That and, yeah, because she's yeah. smart enough not to give them the codes all right. Because once yeah. you do that, bang bang. So yeah, Busey sets up a roadblock. Trap. And the bad guy actually says, "Nothing can stop us now." And then he looks out the windshield, Whoops. and there's a truck like right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, that they a, have to stop at with a dead, dead guy dead on body the hood. hanging on the hood. Yeah. So they all obviously stop and get out slowly and just look around, which is just the stupidest thing you could do. Well, what's even stupider is McBain just comes running out of the bushes yeah. into the field, yeah, like from behind them, and nobody Wide looks up, back. No, he sneaks up behind one guy. The guy with the, the machine gun on the back of the yeah. jeep. Yeah, hola. Shoots him and then takes over the, the machine gun on the back of the jeep. Mm-hmm. And and tosses her a machine gun because she was on the final jeep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they light them up. <laughs> they, they, fuck it, they wrecked that joint. Yeah, they wrecked those motherfuckers. Because it's like all the guys are lined up in the, in the bed of one of those army trucks. Yep. There's a ton of guys. And he's just like, oh, it's D-Day now. <laughs> and he just guns down yeah. everyone in that thing. Yeah. He manages to kill everybody except Henry Silva, who gets away. Although yeah. there's one guy. Somehow, there's I, a I couple. could swear he got shot, too. She gets but. to kill a couple of them. Yeah. With, and she makes her, her gun face, which her gun face that chick, is awesome. That That's chick a good gun face. has one of the best gun faces a chick can have in a movie. Yeah. She was not afraid of firing a gun. Yeah, I mean, she, she did she look... Was, con- she like For once, a chick looked convincing yeah. shooting a machine gun like that. She was just like, I'm going to kill these assholes. Yeah. She was trying to give Busey a run for the money on the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her shooting face was just lots of teeth and squinting and growling. And it worked. Yep. It's quite effective. It was kind of her anti-rape face. Yeah. But they blew up some cars. Some cars blew up real good. And then mm-hmm. they thought they were safe. And then like one injured guy was like, oh, I'm going to get you. And, and, and so they turn around and shoot the Jeep that he's in. And that <laughs> blows up. That that's like a bonus up. explosion out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But yeah, the one guy gets away and crawls over to the Russians who are disappointed. But. They're like, we are going to finish this McBain once and for all. So they, they all get in their little Russian helicopter super gunship. Air quotes, hind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and f- I guess fly back to the little village. Yeah. Meanwhile, they have, you know, Busey and the, the blonde have a tank. Super tank. They have the super tank. Yeah. They've stolen the super tank. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, they've, they've, they've liberated acquired. It. Yes. yes. They, they've brought it back to America. Repatriated hands. it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they slowly roll back to the, <laughs> to the to the Mexican village. Meanwhile, the 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 multinational army has rolled out all of their tanks and all of their guns and pretty much like anything. four or five yeah. pieces of armor. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. just pretty respectable. Yeah. Yeah. But it was thing. weird. Like they had they had an APC and they parked that up front. Like fuck's that gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> it's super tank. Yeah, I guess so maybe it's just slow it down. Block it. I don't, I don't know. But they had like one real tank. Yeah, they did have uh, a real tank. Mm-hmm. And then they had like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Like a mobile uh, anti-air vehicle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which was like, okay. Useless. Yeah. Yeah. And then but, the rocket truck, whatever. Well, and uh, as this is happening, the General Isimo is just like, I've decided not to kill the Americans. I've decided to light them on fire. Right. <laughs> He's like, we're going to burn the church down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, these guys are just chained up. There's no... There's these guys aren't a threat in any way. They should not be spending yeah. any time dealing with the hostages that they have. But nah, but meanwhile, gotta get elaborate. Yeah, so they go get like twenty five guys to get gasoline, and yeah, they start this elaborate guys to get all plot. of the gasoline in the village, right? In, in Mexico, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to set this church on fire. Son, go and get your sister. It's her quinceanera. We're gonna have a big barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and so while their backs are turned, the super tank is just slowly rolling up on everybody, mm-hmm. and. uh 
Then there was a firefight. Yeah. Well, and the guys inside, too. There was too, a firefight. The mm-hmm. special forces guys, like, I smoke gasoline. Yeah. And then, of course, like the priest and the nuns that are in there. Mm-hmm. Who we haven't even mentioned them, but nah, they're just your generic hey right. hostages. Well, they run a church. Yeah. yeah. And and they're just like, they're not going to burn us alive, are they? And he's like, yep. I got some bad news for you. <laughs> That's exactly what they're going to do. That's how it goes. So that he's, I wouldn't say they're going to so, burn us alive. We'll die of smoke inhalation. Yeah. So he cuts through the chains. Yeah, he had smuggled a, a knife. a pocket knife. Yeah. He's not cutting a pocket th- knife, but... It was a decent yeah. knife, but... It's he, still, it's a knife. He cut through his chains. Eventually, he took some time. And then he's it just so happens, once, once the tank battle starts, once Busey shows up in Super Tank... The one guy with the keys to all the chains <laughs> in wanders into them. the church to check on, for no reason, just to, to look yeah, and why? see. They were going <laughs> to light them on fire a second ago. Why so the guy with the keys goes even? in and just is looking around. And of course, you know, mustache guy kills him, gets the keys. So immediately everyone's free. They all run away. Now they're they're being attacked by Super Tank, but these hostages start running away, and everyone turns their attention to them. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh, shit. Kill the hostages. Shit, we meant to kill them. Yeah. Let's hurry up and do that. So... And of course, the hostages only have one gun between yeah, them. The rest of them just run. So and they, six or seven of and them. And I love get that he doesn't down. even shoot it until like they open fire on all of them. Yeah. That's when he's like, "Oh shit! I better maybe I cover better fire or something. something. I better do something here." Oh look! Hey, look! A shotgun. Mm. But the newsy guy pops up and shoots one of the nuns. Yeah, that and that makes no mustache remorse. guy angry. Oh, he is pissed. Yeah. So. They're but I love in, that the nun is standing behind him. Somehow he misses yeah. the special forces guy, yet hits Shoots the, the nun because it's the Pulp Fiction effect. <laughs> yeah, but mustache guy—he's out of bullets. Bullet. Yes, so all he has left is the knife that he cut himself loose with. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Uzi guy's standing there in sort of like a like you know a Mexican standoff, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like one guy just. Yells out, "Hey!" <laughs> and, and Uzi, and, guy, turns and Uzi guy turns around and gets distracted, and so mustache guy just stabs the hell oh, out yeah. of him. He's, he knifes this bitch. I was like, going to point out it's only a Mexican standoff because he's in it. There wasn't a third person. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I love it. Wasn't before li- that, it, it was, was just a literal a stand- Mexican yeah, standoff. Yeah, I'm saying it was a standoff because there I was love a that Mexican. The, before that, the Generalissimo, <laughs> who's dual wielding pistols, yeah, he decides aims one at him, click, yeah, aims the other one at him, click, yeah. He's out of bullets. He's like, ah, shit. But that's when that's when sleazy guy shows up yeah. with the mm-hmm. Uzi, and so he bails. And General we were bails. we were expecting that guy to click too. Yeah, but no, he no, never the priest got a chance. Yeah, the priest distracts him. So, hey. oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that guy gets his shit knife though. That guy gets it rough. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the back. Yeah, over. That's and like over. That's like and a over. multiple kidney stab. Yeah, multi kill kill kill. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, guy, that guy's done. That guy actually got like the worst death in the whole movie. Everybody else sort of gets off Probably. easily. Well, he shot a nun in the back. Yeah, pretty pretty. He got evil. what was coming to him. There were some dudes that did burn and yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. There yeah. was a Burning Man festival. Oh yeah, in the movie. Yeah, the, the Generalissimo. He runs in a building. He's like, well, I'm just gonna hide here from. Gary Busey and his monster tank. Oh, yeah, and they just unleash hell on oh, no, the building. Go, we, got, oh, we got infrared. Oh, yeah, they use infrared. Oh, there he is. Click. Oh, yeah, then uh, this is like the worst. Like, this is all Commodore 64 graphics on all the screens. Yeah. I mean, if this movie had logic before, it all runs out at the end. It just sort of becomes convenience. It's like, well, there's computers in the super tank. It can do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like... Well, it has a coffee maker in it. Yeah. They yeah, hit one of the buttons does. and a coffee maker Yeah, because they're still... Out. They're not entirely sure how to use it, so they're just hitting random buttons, yeah. and at one point, a coffee maker shoots And the out. army want to prove that they're not savages. No. Nah. So. This yeah. coffee maker. Civilized. You know. But yeah, they use their infrared. 
where's the general? I don't know. Use infrared. He's in there. <laughs> I don't know what so they use to identify. Yeah. So he dies, and oh, then yeah. gunship shows up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is after. I mean, they blow like up Chrissy a Hyman. lot of shit. Yep. With that tank. It's got rockets. It's got. It's got rocket. Like they barely even have. Do they, is there even a chain gun on it or anything like that? No, it's got. Uh, of it's got kind? twin twin Vulcan cannons. Um, the like the same type that are on the. Uh, on many things, shit. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. big ass on helicopters. Yeah, like my car. Yeah. Yes. But but the thing is, like, whenever they hit a button, all it does is shoot rockets. It, it does every shoot time. the rockets every time they fire yeah. it. Like I don't it know how that has so many rockets. Every single time anything fires on this on this on the super tank, it's the, rocket the rockets fired. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like the Vulcan cannons go off, rockets. Main cannon go off, rockets. rockets. They shoot the rockets, even more rockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rockets shoot rockets. The rockets shoot rockets that, that shoot guns toward other rockets. Basically, just shooting out the little things you buy from the hobby shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So those, those are cheap rockets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're cheap. But they blew well, up. Thing nice. is, they have and those they little things shooting good. out yet. They've got somewhat of a budget for some of the explosions that they set off in mm-hmm. there. A little yeah. bit. I mean, they blow bit. some shit up pretty good. They do. And they wreck that entire town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that town will never be the same. Yeah. Mm-mm. But pretty much, like, they, they blow up they blow up the Generalissimo, and then the Russians show up, and they blow up the tank, pretty much. They, they just start firing on it yeah, and knocking everything off that apparently the tanks couldn't do. Yeah. Despite Just shooting the, at the little them? radar and the infrared, yeah, they're shooting the radar dish. And yeah, they're hitting the it tank, from above. But yeah. I mean, the inside of the tank goes dark. They're like, "Oh shit, we got to get out of this death trap." Yeah, but then it's like she hits the power button. See, we have power. I think yeah. that's what happened. Is she just kind of they just kind of got rocked and you yeah. know hit the she hit, hit the, the power button. Oh, the one yeah. when they get hit and Busey falls out of the chair, <laughs> jumps out <laughs> well, of the chair. Yeah, the best part is she doesn't move. No. the whole time she's just sitting there looking at the screen. It's like I wonder if she even knew that Busey was going to do <laughs> I, that. She probably didn't. Probably not. Was improvising. I, I thought we were doing the Star Trek. Yeah, here. <laughs> no, he just jumped out. They they couldn't afford to do a retake yeah. on that. <laughs> so, but yeah, he, Busey gets fed up with the the helicopter, so he drives the tank up like a a truck to get some some angle on the shot yeah and then they blow the hell out of the helicopter but the helicopter's already landed at one point and most of the dudes have run out and unleash the leader guy and a bunch of his henchmen so so that guy's out and the henry silva guy is out and henry silva gets in front of the tank like tiananmen square style well, holding the holding the, <laughs> holding the the self destruct button. So well, and I love that they're like, well, we got like forty five minutes to figure out what to do about that, right? So chick just runs him over <laughs> like instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he think she was going to hesitate? You know, given their history, she yeah. yeah. He sort of had this weird notion that she was going. <laughs> he was like, woman, get out of the tank now. <laughs> and so yeah. she just pushed forward and ran him right over. And they get out and. <laughs> They roll over to his, where he's been run over, and it's just a twitching hand holding. And there's the, a puddle of blood and a twitching hand <laughs> holding the beeping. Well, it, gives a, it, it gives a single twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before yeah. she rips it out, of and his then she hand. takes it and turns it off, and so then Busey and hops then, out, and the one probably gets grabbed by Russian. Yeah. dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's an exact repeat of the situation that mm-hmm. where Busey murdered his friend Are earlier. You, mm-hmm. What? I just remembered something that we didn't mention. What's that? Which What's is that? Busey's magical gun. Oh, the the 
His sleeping magical, goat gun. <laughs> magical, oh, yeah. <laughs> magical murder gun. He, yeah, he gets out of the tank at one point and runs like full speed over to this convenient bag of, of guns was, and It was ammo. his bag. The was it? Guns. They yes. didn't do anything with it? I'm going to yes, make the assumption that it was it was the bag that he had been carrying, oh, okay. and when they captured him, they, they just, just conveniently it set it they down right there. Right using it. But I want to note, it's like the worst run ever. It's terrible run, and there's one <laughs> and little jump, crate. It's a like the daintiest little jump. There's a little tiny crate in his way, and he just he has to jump over it. It's like Action star. <laughs> it's like remember how we described the dude coming full throttle out of the explosion in I Come in Peace? Yeah. This is the exact opposite of that. Pretty like much. Like if you can imagine the polar opposite of a dude bursting out of a car running full speed. Oh god. That is Busey running. I love that run so much. <laughs> I know. This is the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Because we just we were laughing Yet so hard just from best. him that we we almost didn't even realize what the hell he did when he turned around. Yeah, he pulls a gun out of his and bag. shot what looked like a shotgun. It is a shotgun. It, it is takes a shotgun, down three yeah. guys running at him. Yeah, but with no visible damage, they all just sort of <laughs> they all just kind of simultaneously just, yeah, slip on a banana peel. Yeah, and then he fires it a few more times, but may, I, two more times, and then it's out of ammo, so he throws that away. Yeah. And uh, I swear he, I don't know how he runs like. It's amazing that he runs out of ammo that often. And even like the uh even the general before he uh before he has to pull the knife, mm-hmm. he picks up a couple guns and he's like, "Oh shit, they're out of ammo too." Yeah. Like, he does. He throws a couple more away. <laughs> it's like they were really um they're really Yeah, the movie has a terrible ammo system. ammo down there. <laughs> yeah, they all had it on hard mode or yeah. something. You only get a couple of shots. <laughs> yeah. But so he of course has the scene they they end up at the scene where it's the same standoff right. he had when Right. He shot his partner, and instead of shooting his partner, she elbows the dude in the chest, and he puts a bullet in the guy's head, like right through the, right the through star the, on his, on his yes, he's got the big hat. Russian woolly hat, Yeah, because you know, you wear those in Mexico right. when so you want now, to show that you're Russian. Now he's a terrific shot. Oh, yeah. That he can mm-hmm. hit that star. Well, she did kick him I think and it was an accident. dive out of the way, so yeah. I yeah. guess like all the pressure was off. Yeah. So, yeah. pulls off a perfect headshot. That's... And then there's sort of a nonsensical ending yeah. where like two Cheech and Chong dudes roll up on the on the border and the border guard's like, you got anything? And they're like, no, man, <laughs> we ain't got nothing. They drive yeah. through. And then the chick rolls up in a Jeep. Sweet Jeep. And he's like, you got anything to declare? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And then the tank rolls up behind him with Busey <laughs> in it. And then they just Hi. they just drive through to Texas. The end. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> nice tank. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you got a tank. Well, that's cool. It's Texas. Yeah. He's used to that. Credits. Yeah. Yep. Then credits. Then credits. Fade to credits. All right. Fade mm. and then rate time. Mm-hmm. Man, this has all the elements of a five jocks movie. Mm-hmm. It's got one liners. It's got explosions. It's Boots. got ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And yet there's something it's, missing. Yeah. It's just somehow it's not. There five is something jocks missing. I mean, it's, it's a solid four. I'm just yeah. going to say that right now. It's a solid four for me. And it's like from our description, it sounds like it should be a five, but I can't quite figure out what that missing thing is about it. Because there are stupid ass one liners. View C is just hilarious throughout. I think that's just it, is that he's hate, just so kind of goofy. I hate to say it, but yeah, it all feels pretty cheap. Well, so I just like, mean, I think it's him. Like, he just feels goofy. Like, he's not a believable action star in any way, shape, or form. He's not. Yeah. He's well, absolutely that, I, not. He isn't. But it. it I don't know how to how to explain the type of cheap I mean. Yeah. Well, it'll um, cost five million for yeah. all that, according to IMDb. I, I think one of the problems but with it... But not cheap like money. No. Like just... Mm. It, one, one of the problems with it is that the goofy bits are so high 
that when the movie sinks back down to try and tell a story, it's like, no, you had me at the goofy stuff. Yeah, it's nothing you... I think the thing is, it's nothing you haven't seen before no. anywhere else, other than the rolling down the hill scene. Yeah. I mean, it's elevated by bits of insane Buseyisms and the words that he's making up and playing yeah. the saxophone in his own <laughs> in his own flashback <laughs> and, you know, rolling down the hill and yeah. that kind of stuff. They, I mean, I, had it been someone else in this movie, it probably would not have been very good at all. Yeah. I think he yeah. was just... It's kind of like, it's almost the Nick Cage syndrome. It, yeah, it sort of it's is. like, mm-hmm. the movie may be shitty because of him. Yeah. But it would be shittier without him. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know how to quit you. You're <laughs> abusive. Yeah, I think I'm going to be on the low end of a four, but I think I think it's 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 a three star movie with enough goofy, stupid moments that bump it up to a low four, low to mid four. Yeah, I mean, we had plenty of laugh out loud moments that yeah. were not like one of us making a wisecrack. No, I mean the movie was mm-hmm. providing the just movie ovations. Of- yeah, and two, I believe. Well. Two very different, but uh, one fantastic classic. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, in the beginning, and then, yeah. uh, and then a very good, just kind of like you know, I think it's the Mexican Mexican Generalissimo, just kind of goes a holy shit. Yeah. yeah, I I would like to give it a four because I would have liked for it to have been a four, but uh, <laughs> as I mentioned, I think while we were watching the movie, I had to take points off for the tanks explosions. Not really like the first the first explosion from the main gun of that tank was really disappointing. You could tell that it wasn't actually firing anything. There was sort of like an effect on the the front end and then they would cut to something happening somewhere. There was no projectile. Well, it yeah. just didn't it didn't feel like it had the oomph no. of a like a main tank cannon and yeah. and stuff yeah, like that it, where they just for something that was supposed to be not enough of it paid a off. A tank yeah. that was supposed to be like an amazing like right. yeah. oh shit. This should tank. have blown up half the town. Right. You know, they should have been either they should have built up to it. Mm-hmm. Or the first shot from that main cannon should have just blown, you know, blown the church in half right. or something. Right. Um, so it was kind of stuff like that. Just didn't quite pay off enough. Uh, so it gets a it gets a three. It gets a pretty decent three. You know, the th- mm-hmm. if, if I had to throw some weight to the three, it'd be a pretty s- solid heavy three. But um, so the high end of the three spectrum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're not, we're not gonna three. we're not gonna actually break it down into. Into, into, you know, three points somethings, but it's a heavy three. <laughs> he rates it a 3.14. <laughs> yes. Repeating. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, three. Yeah. Which is not bad. No, that's good. That's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, we I, know, I know. I've been doing this a while. Yeah. Where are you intern. at? I've, I've heard. Um, <laughs> Where are you at with your half vote, intern? <laughs> well, if I have to give a half. Um, no, I would give it four. It's, yeah. it like I was saying, it's it's got the goofy bits. It it the, its problem is when it settles back down, it's like it's very standard. But I, I give it, I would give it that high of a mark simply because I've seen other actiony movies that are as low budget as this that don't even come close to actually almost delivering on what it does. Mm-hmm. You know, like nowadays a movie like this that would cost five million would be like stock footage and just yeah. CGI explosions and just. Weak. I mean, everything in this movie is, you know, even the whole stunt of flinging the ashtray across the table and hitting the guy in the nuts. I mean, that was all one shot. It was... Mm-hmm. God, I mean, that poor guy. Yeah. I wonder how many takes that took. I bet Busey made him do it a lot. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, we didn't get that right. I, I want to do it again. Let's try it again. <laughs> Here it comes. So... <laughs> Give me another shot. I'll, I'll make it this time. So, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'd actually seen this movie before. I saw it about a year ago. 
but mm-hmm. I'd forgotten a lot. I forgot the whole thing about him being tied up to the wheel and, and rolling <laughs> down the hill. How could you forget that? I don't know. Out of everything. I don't Chuck. know. But see, like this movie. Uh, but please tell me you've called people a butthorn. Before. That's that's the one thing that's persisted from this movie <laughs> is that at work, like at least three or four times a week, that word gets thrown out in relation to somebody else. Very nice. And then whenever, and whenever we're trying to think of like a project that happened in the past, someone will mm. always say, cue the. Busey playing saxophone in in the flashback. <laughs> so I mean, this movie has persisted with us. We always talk about it. So, but man, I can't believe it, how much I'd forgotten about it. Wow. Yeah, it's just one of those where the sum of the parts isn't as good. No, as the parts. No. And over time, we'll probably think back and we'll, wow, why didn't we give that five? But this is why we're maybe recording this yeah. <laughs> to explain it to ourselves <laughs> in the future. Yeah. But hey, I mean, it's it's still it's definitely worth seeing. It's a, shame. Oh, yeah. it's a shame it's not on instant on Netflix, but it is rentable. So yeah, yep. It's not quite a lost classic, but no, worth a watch. Still. though. definitely worth a watch. Yeah. So let's go take a break. Yeah, that's a good idea. That sounds great. All right, welcome back. Hey, back second, half. second half of this year, this year podcast, and the intern's still here. Uh-huh. Hi, they let me come back. Yay. He's excited to be here for the second half. <laughs> yeah. So, um, first things first, we got a couple of voicemails on the old Garfield phone. So, let's get to those. Let's post haste. Let's do it. Hey, Bamcast. This is Amy, aka the Mystery Caller. I was calling in about a movie that was put out in 1990. I know it's a little far away, but it might take a little work to find it. So I was calling you early to give you time to prepare. I came across it on a, on a Amazon when I was looking for a different version of the movie Aladdin and found this awesome little Aladdin movie starring Barry Bostwick from Rocky Horror as the genie and directed by Mickey Dolan's of the Monkeys. And I knew it was amazing, and I had to have it. So I dropped 99 cents for a brand-new copy. And, yeah, it's about as horrible as you would think it would be. It's Aladdin set in, like, Imperial China. There's not actually a Chinese person in the entire movie. It's in, like, entirely Caucasian cast. And it's horrible. I have made a bunch of people watch it, and nobody ever gets through it without saying, I want to turn this off. (laughs) The songs will stay stuck in your head for weeks, and I'm not really making this sound like an appealing movie. Because it's not. But I love it anyway for whatever reason. So (laughs) if you guys want to watch this movie, let me know and I can make you a copy of mine. Or you can send, I think the movie is up to like four bucks now on Amazon, which might break the bank. But that just shows how good it is. It's gone from 99 cents to $4. This movie is in demand. So thank you for having an amazing podcast and keep it up. All right, Amy. Wow. Barry Bostwick on the cover of that DVD mm-hmm. is kind of amazing. He's so happy on it. <laughs> it's the most excited wow. I think I've ever seen Barry Bostwick. Mm-hmm. He's just happy he's in something that's not Rocky Horror. Ugh. Yeah, 
I don't know if Amy likes us or not. I'm not uh, sure. I'm trying to figure that part out. Doesn't I think she's just like trying it. to test our limits, you know, and that's fair. It is fair. We have asked people to do that. This uh, could do you, it. You've asked people to do that. Oh, right? damn it. Mickey Donald. I don't like that. I don't like to hurt. Sometimes you have to hurt to but appreciate But then again, the good. maybe this will be the best version of Aladdin that I have ever seen. Has there been a musical episode yet? Other than Xanadu? Uh, Xanadu? Oh, well. Uh, Forbidden Zone was all yeah, it was kind of musical. It was all yeah. singing, all dancing crap of the world. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, I guess we'll throw that in the ring for 1990. But perhaps I don't know. We're kind of. I kind of want something yeah. awesome for 1990. We're, I know we've like we're on a string of just awesome movies, but what's wrong if with that? ever if ever a year deserves to have we, we a really, potential yeah. five jocks movie, yeah. it's freaking 1990. I think you know we, and I. Somehow doubt Aladdin's going to get five jocks. Probably not. I mean, we can put it, we can back burner it for now, but I, th- I think we need to try to bring the big guns for 1990 since it's the the cap to all this. The piece de resistance. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like an endurance test. Yeah. Like, how far can we make it through this Aladdin, through Aladdin. movie <laughs> before we just lose our minds? Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Amy. You don't have to call yourself the mystery caller anymore. <laughs> yeah. we, we know who you we are. We know who you are now. Amy, a.k.a. the mystery, mystery caller. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You know, people have their nicknames, imaginary mm-hmm. truck drivers and whatnots. Mm. Yeah. All right, so we got another one. Here we go. Fucking A, Bamf Gas. This is John, sometimes known as Musum. So I've been racking my brain for forever and a day to think of a bad, good movie, because all I ever think of is fucking really, really bad movies I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So here's one you might have already seen. Next for a great Halloween episode, Phantasm. Seriously, you get the, the villain's a fucking tall dude who takes people, kills them, and turns them into evil Jawas. He has orange blood and a ball with spikes in it. Seriously, it's awesome. I'm sure one of you have seen it. Uh, any of the sequels will do, too, except for the fourth one. fourth one's kind of eh. And maybe topic for discussion, favorite horror movie monster? Uh, yeah, so catch you later. Well, we won't watch the fourth one then. No, no. Uh, you know, we won't pull a weekend at Bernie's. I think we need to give Phantasm its fair due because I don't want to be I lost. I want to say I Phantasm saw Phantasm story. back in the eighties, but I I remember that spiked ball, mm-hmm. but I think that's about the only thing I remember of it. I don't even remember the tall dude. Yeah, I. I it seems to be one of those movies. I, I want to say it's similarly shot to like Hellraiser. You know, has that kind mm-hmm. of look. So I think I confuse things from it to Hellraiser, but I probably saw it. Yeah, I've I've seen all four of them. Okay, there you go. Uh, was four right. kind of eh for you, Chuck? Kind of eh. Yeah, it was kind of eh. eh. <laughs> it was no three. No, no. was it? No. Uh, <laughs> what, you don't like it? Not a big fan of any of them? No, no, no. Hmm. They're all almost the same script. Mm-hmm. Just sort of. I mean, they're all the same characters, so they're all sort of done exactly the same over and over again. But the first one suffers from that sort of 70s mentality of, to be scary, things just have to be really, really slow. Mm. So about half that movie is people just sort of wandering around looking for things. Like, oh, my favorite type of movie. Like maybe something's going to jump out. But uh, like 45 minutes of that movie is just wandering around looking for stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know. That that mm. series gets really convoluted. The mythos just couldn't sustain. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like a... Intern versus Musum fight well, waiting to happen. Yeah. Wow, fan- the first yeah. one was 1979. Uh, yeah. Huh. I didn't realize it was that old. Pretty old. Yeah. So another one. 
there's a possibility. Okay. Man, we missed Phantasm 2, 1988. Oh, I could have watched it this damn. week. <laughs> what was this sequel nine years in the making? Hmm. Phantasm 2 got a lot of press. It did? Yeah. Like, I mean, it got a big theatrical release and everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, well, it was like a cult movie that they were like, hey, we shouldn't maybe make another one. It, it was weird. Something. It was almost like... Isn't no one... the same creepy old guy in all of them? Yeah. Angus Scrim. That guy's kind of awesome looking. Yeah. I gotta say. It's pretty much the same cast in all four, except for one dude who didn't come back for two, and then has since then said he's regretted not being in two. Hmm. I would have regretted not being in Phantasm 2. Yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. So do we want to cover his topic now, later, some other time? Anything? Do we have any was uh, horror movie monsters? Yeah, just favorite oh, horror, movie. Horror, horror movie monsters, villains, whatever. Hmm. Mm. Well, I know for sure the freaking alien from Alien. <laughs> That's a good one. Like nothing tops that for me. Like in pure, like that. Well, you do like that is. I, I know I love that, that movie. Like, it's it's almost the perfect movie. So it's. I, I know I love that movie, but kind of that thing. Like very few things in movies have ever, like genuinely given me nightmares and had, made me have trouble sleeping. And that's like the one thing that, I don't know. It's just this weird. It's so. Alien is the only word that comes to mind. Is it's so far removed from humanity and just like, basically, hey, this thing that is invincible and all it cares about is killing things mm-hmm. and it looks mm-hmm. creepy as fuck and of course that movie is smart because it barely ever shows it yeah till the very end and even then once you've seen it you're like oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that's like the perfect one for me but if we're going strictly off of like a uh, creep factor i don't know uh it's not a horror movie but the fucking velociraptors in Jurassic park <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, because they made them so smart. Yeah. yeah, clever girl. I mean, it's not a horror movie at all, but I mean, yeah. goddamn, they're creepy. Yeah, I can agree with that. I don't know. That movie sort of has some horror elements to it. I mean, I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, um, I think uh, growing up, one of the scariest things that's now going back and watching it is barely in the fucking movie is um, Pet Cemetery. The sister Zelda, the oh. spinal meningitis, like oh. when she's on the when she's on the fucking yeah. like you know drugged out trip from the mm. pet cemetery i couldn't watch that as a kid that holy me out. shit yeah <laughs> there was like there was nothing that scared me up until the point i saw that and i was like oh god <laughs> yeah but yeah. yeah i would always fast forward through that part i yeah. was like huh. yeah that's what i'm saying it's like barely in the fucking movie <laughs> yeah it's not a big part there but, is all, all also i i'm i'm not afraid of clowns at all like clowns don't scare me period mm-hmm. um but fucking evil revenant clowns that know your deepest fears and then and then appear as them in front of you and try to murder you mm-hmm. those type of clowns do scare me like um, from outer like, space no like from it oh pennywise no. curry clowns. the clown yeah that is a that is um that is a good one like and i'm amazed how well uh, that worked on TV, yeah. considering how a hundred times worse that was in the book. Oh yeah, like, well, there's a yeah. lot of things in the book that weren't in the movie. Yeah, goddamn sure. And I think I think the book reinforced the the movie monster for me for that one because mm-hmm. I'm yeah I read the book before I saw the movie and just seeing it kind of personified yeah gives me a little bit of the willies, a lot of the willies. Shit, it's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah, I 
I would have to think about this for a while. The, the, the one thing that pops in my head is just kind of a stupid answer. Um, it's one of the things from Saturday, the 14th, the, uh, <laughs> the one that's in the bathtub, the that, creature from the, the black. Lagoon yeah. The, the, wannabe? yeah, the fish looking thing. Okay. That one is always like stuck with me. I mean, I, I don't draw or anything like that, but it, whenever I've like doodled stuff, I usually mm-hmm. end up doing that for some reason. It's yeah. just stuck with me since I was a kid. When I was a kid, I didn't really get that that movie was a spoof. Ah. I was like, holy crap, mm-hmm. there's monsters mm-hmm. and this is scary. So, I don't, you know, if I had to snap answer that question, I would. Doesn't he get out of the tub though and like ask her for directions or something? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the, that's Saturday the 14th Strikes Back. Uh, that one's where it gets really off goofy. the rails. Okay. Yeah. Ruin the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing that's kind of bugging me lately is, um, and this will probably lead into our, next thing we're going to talk about, but the design of aliens in movies these days is getting a little too similar. Yeah. Because, and it comes up because the aliens in Cowboys and Aliens and the aliens in Super 8, incredibly similar to me. I thought they really, they they shared too much similarities and it's kind of like everything since um, Independence Day has kind of gone that direction with them, except for, you know, like Men in Black, which was a little bit different, but it's kind of like I'm, yeah, kind of, I'm they're all sort of insectoid, you know, type of things. Yeah, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a bummer. That, like, it was really a bummer seeing them in Cowboys and Aliens and going, oh. Well, they were, know. I mean, my God, they were very close to Independence Day Aliens. I mean, they even had the yeah. little tiny T-Rex yeah, arms. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. Had, well, they had two sets of arms. They had, like, big claw hands and then... <laughs> they could open up and have little T-Rex And that's what's arms. disappointing, because like the, the last really awesome alien design is probably like the Predator in the original Predator. Or uh, um, District 9, kind of. Yeah, the pretty, District yeah, 9 ones are pretty cool. Unique. That, that yeah. is true. Yeah. I'll, I think I'll Cloverfield Monster was sort of an interesting take. I mean, it, it was really of, just yeah, sort of a Godzilla but, movie, but I mean, it was different. It's like the only thing I thought was a problem with Super 8 and I love Super 8, was that when they revealed the monster, I was like, oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was- I just, I was expecting more out of that, and I was like, I think I would have thought of that. That would have been the first idea that, that would have got shot down. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, oh, make it this Well, thing. I mean, it's like you think about the ones that were made in the 80s when, they, when we had practical effects, like E.T. is still an awesome-looking alien. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Predator, still awesome-looking alien. Yep. Even the alien and then the redesign they did for aliens are both awesome-looking. Yeah. Gremlins. Yeah, gremlins are awesome looking yep. too. Little shop of horrors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say one thing that's interesting about the Super Eight Alien that I don't think I've seen in like any Godzilla type, you know, giant monster movie is that it actually had like you know feeder creatures on it. You know, it was so big that it mm-hmm. had like you know like uh, I don't know what they called suckerfish. I can't remember what the yeah uh, lampreys. Yeah, I had like you know I had it had mm-hmm. parasites on it that mm-hmm. were equally kind of troublesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and I want to go back to Gremlins because I love the design gremlins. of the Gremlins, and I love they weren't really aliens, so yeah, I know, but still, but he, I'm still kind of going back yeah, to his horror topic. Yeah. But the Gremlins were awesome because you had the Mogwai that was that little, you know, little fuzzy, cute thing, and they kept so many elements from them mm-hmm. for the actual Gremlins. And then one of my favorite things in any movie ever is the very end of the original Gremlins when Spike pops out of the pool that he had fallen in after getting skeleton, melted. Yeah. And the skeleton jumps out and then melts. And mm-hmm. I still freaking love that effect. Yeah. And that was one of the first times I think I can remember 
being scared in a movie and enjoying it. Yeah. You know, that, there's that whole, that push pull that your brain does. We're like, Oh crap. But then you're like, then you're laughing. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, I, that's the first time I distinctly remember having that feeling mm-hmm. in any sort of movie. Cause I remember when I was like four seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark and the dude's face melts. I think that's the only other time I've ever had nightmares is, <laughs> 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 is, you know, cause you can imagine being four and watching a Chinese dude's, fucking face melt off yeah and then being sent home to mom and dad going hey what'd you see at the theater <laughs> oh my god saw face hell <laughs> chinese dude's face blew up yeah, yeah but i mean like even the designs in ghostbusters are you know i mean like slimer and stuff i know it turned into a kid's thing but mm-hmm. it's still a slimer pretty unique pretty awesome yeah the, yeah before they turned him into crap right yeah but they were really awesome effects too oh yeah they sold it so well in that movie yeah, I just it, and there were some really unique designs on all of the ghosts in Ghostbusters. Right. Yeah, because they all had themes, and it it just seems like now that we've gotten and this is not practical effect versus CG complaint, but it it seems like the coincidence is, is that now that we've moved into CG, it's like they're these basic models, and then just stuff gets sort of clumped onto it, mm-hmm. and then it becomes whatever the next monster is. That that ever since Independence Day, like you were saying, it's just sort of all look the same. Well, there's also the fact that when they built the old aliens, when they had to do practical effects, you had to figure on how you're going to make it move or how you're going to fit a dude in it. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you have to compromise, it works better in, in creating something where Absolutely. it's like when you're completely unlimited, sometimes you just go too far. Well, yeah, look at most. You don't know how to pull back. Look at most musicians' careers. I mean, when they start off, they're original. They, you know, they didn't have a lot of time or money to put songs together. Mm -hmm. And then they get rich and they put out 73 piece orchestra things that are absolute utter shit most of the time. Mm -hmm. Because when you're. You're you're not constrained, you know. Your creativity goes way down. Yeah, there. money stifles creativity because it gives you the freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. So there are ways to to cut corners. There are ways to make things easier. You're not thinking out, to use a stupid phrase, out of the box. Yeah, it's like well, and it's made it's made filmmaking lazy somewhat in yeah. that when they're when they're filming for for effects shots, they're just like, well, we'll just all fix that in yeah. post. Mm-hmm. It's just like even when I when I work with photographers. I've actually heard a photographer say, Oh, we'll just fix that in Photoshop. And I'm like, no asshole. That'll take me five hours to fix in Photoshop. Mm -hmm. What it would take you 10 minutes to adjust your lighting to fix, you know, it's like, (laughs) but that's kind of how movies work now where it's like, well, yeah, well, we'll just add some more CG to the explosion, you know, or yeah, that sort of stuff. It's, it's just kind of, it's frustrating to think about. Yeah. And that, that old adage, you know, to, to dredge up another one, um, <laughs> it, the um, necessity is the mother of, of invention. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happened was they they had to be unique. And now you don't have to. No. So. Well, yeah. Think about Jaws. 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 Yeah. They didn't show the freaking shark because it didn't work. It was broken. Yeah. Right. And that's what made the movie so phenomenal is you didn't see it until the very end when they had to show it. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, could you imagine if he had had to make Jaws now? They'd be like, okay, well. Oh, yeah, you'd see, you'd see the shit out of that shark. Yeah. You'd right. see nothing but Underwater shark. Underwater shark. It would be mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea. It yeah. would be right. constant CGI hey. shark all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, CG has ruined modern, 
modern monsters. Horror. Everything. Modern monsters. It's just ruined everything. Um, Let's just say that right but now. But Cowboys and Aliens. No, I'm just I, I do <laughs> want to say something real quick about about movie monsters that I that I really liked. Because uh, I meant to say this when we were first when we first started talking about it, but we were still talking kind of in the horror genre. But um, the bug things from Starship Troopers. Yep. I yeah. really liked all of those. I thought those were were clever and worked well. Yes. Still, you know, still kind of the insectoid alien thing, mm-hmm. which nowadays is a, a quite a bit more cliche. But it wasn't then. But not back then. Yeah. yeah. And those, uh, for not being a horror movie, those were kind of really freaking creepy, especially as well done as they were and that movie gets a lot of shit but i really like those monsters i think then that was like cg was in its infancy and they were like look what we can do with cg and so the creativity right. was still there right and now it's just like eh, pull up a stock monster and slap some tentacles on it yeah well yeah. That, that's like one where they use the cg to get that many on screen at once yeah mm-hmm. we're obviously practical effects there's no freaking way no right but yeah, those those I just love those. Mm-hmm. And also, so I if I can seg my seg, um, seg away. I will. <laughs> um, I watched the uh, the Alien Blu-ray that um, that Kurt the Rock sent me. I, I watched uh, Alien. So it worked. On yeah, it did. It awesome. did. I, I watched the whole thing. Um, I got interrupted a few times, but um, yeah, I know. Which is the worst because that movie. There's just a nice steady clean pacing to that movie and to have it interrupted really throws you out of it and i'm really disappointed that i did i don't have a blu-ray player in my room so i had to watch it out in the living room and Mm -hmm. of course got interrupted but i did i did crank the sound for america um (laughs) which was super effective and uh man I, i i tweeted about it but it's just such a good movie Sigourney Weaver is phenomenally smoking hot in that movie. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that she looked like a man, but they're idiots. Um, whoever said that. Um, she looks like a man in the third one. Yeah. Not the first one. Yeah, she's pure sex in the first one. Um, and that the aliens still kind of like nowadays, if using my, my current me head, the alien looks kind of cheesy, unfortunately. but Blasphemy. Sadly, there's there's just sort of like it has that kind of that puppet wobble. It just there's something that bothers mm-hmm. me about that like now, but that may have been mostly due to you know getting broken out of the movie, having to having to pause it and come back to it a few minutes later, mm-hmm. and then not being in the moment because everything up until you see the alien, I was I was sucked in, and then not too long before the the big reveal was when I had to. Uh, had to pause the movie, but mm. still, it still works. It didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't bad. It just mm, well, and that's one where like second. practical sets make a huge yeah. difference God. in everything. Is like that world that's it's, and that's what I love about all practical effects is that world feels so lived in. Oh, uh, definitely, it feels like everything in it is has been used for you know, and everything there is utilitarian, and it's like it's there because this is what you would need on a ship. Right. To run this stuff. Yeah, it feels like a, a like a real spaceship. Well, I mean, how much attention over the years since that movie came out has been given to the space jockey stuff? Like all the mythos behind it and the fiction that's mm. going to come out about it and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's people have talked about that thing forever. And it had that been like a green screen or something like that, no one would have cared. But yeah. you've got these actors on this amazing set 
Yeah. Just walking yeah. around this and people's imaginations are just captured by that. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons I love Sunshine as much as I do, because it, it has that similar feel. I mean, you can say what you will about the third act, but it gives me that same feeling of, okay, long distance space journey. Here's the things you would need. Here are the people you would need to bring. Mm-hmm. Go. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And then the the only other thing I, I want to say about the, the, the set is like, somehow they managed to make that ship seem enormous and tiny. Mm -hmm. You know, they obviously show the scale of the ship. It's a fucking big... Yeah, but like... It's a big motherfucker. Like 90% of it is for cargo. You know, it's not the living quarters. (laughs) Yeah, and there's... But you just... You feel like... Almost like they had to move the camera out of the way and like turn sideways for to pass each other in the hallways Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like just terribly, terribly claustrophobic in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, but when you see the background of the sets, they're all like just tubes. Yeah. Like when you see shots of the set from outside of the set. Right. They're just these small little tubes. Yeah. And through areas and that's gotta be why it works. That Blu ray looks so freaking good. It does look good. It looks really I wasn't I wasn't expecting you know, super duper marvelous, and it it came out really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty pleased. Yeah, so. it's one of those where they left enough grain in that it still looks like it should. Right. Because there, I've seen enough movies where they tried to take too much of the grain out, and it just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones like Bullet, Bullet. where they left all the <laughs> oh, they, they put, left more it, grain. It looks in like they than put they put extra seen. grain in, yeah. in the Bullet version, the high definition it's, grain, it's whole grain, whole grain. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, Alien. But yeah, speaking of Aliens. Can't wait to watch Aliens. This yeah, that, that one looks really good, too. I'll bet. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Very quick review. So, Cowboys, Cowboys and Aliens. aliens. Um, don't bother seeing it in the theater. No. Because you have seen this movie. A lot of times. Plenty of times. But that's the weird thing is, like, it's the most formulaic movie, you know, you can think of, but it's still fun. It's still a fun movie. It is. I mean, it'll be worth watching yeah. as a rental. I just I couldn't see myself ever buying this. No, 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 no. And it's not like that. I mean, it's. I, I think and I got I'm everything glad I need. We out saw of it, it for yeah. five bucks. Yeah. Also. I mean, it's just it's it's fun. You know, it's extremely formulaic, but fun. Well shot, fairly well acted. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the the title is the cleverest thing in the movie, basically. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. But again, the big the big problem with this one is they show the aliens way too early. And they're just like, hey, here it is. That's what the aliens look like. And you're like, okay. And then the rest of the movie, like, yep, hey, in case you've missed it the first time, here's what the aliens look like. And they're all over the place. And yeah. I don't know. It, it's just. And there's, I mean, there's some fun stuff in the third act, but there's also some pretty stupid stuff, especially involving Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of. I I that I don't really understand what you those words together don't make any sense. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it's rent it. Yeah. <laughs> don't bother going to see it in the theater. That's so disappointing to hear cuz like a year ago that movie was just like people lost their shit when that trailer oh, yeah. came out. And it and it's John Favreau who has made some pretty amazing movies thus far and mm-hmm. it's kind of this is the least of them. Yeah. I'd have to say. That's a shame. <laughs> well, then again, I'm not a fan of Elf, but yeah. I know enough people like it, so. And Zathura. Have you even seen that? Wait, <laughs> Elf, like, that. like Jumanji in space. 
Huh? Elf, elf like elf, Will Ferrell. Like Will Ferrell, Elf. Mm-hmm. That okay. was his first movie. Yeah. Oh. Well, unless did he do made? He did made, yeah. Okay. So that was he do funny. made. <laughs> he made made. He made do. Egon Dunn did made. He did. Yeah. So so it's just kind of disappointing for having Daniel Craig in badass mode. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I feel like, okay, I got everything out of a viewing. Move on. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul Dano, is he just going to play like assholeish characters for the rest of his career? Yes. <laughs> is the answer you're looking for. I think Night and Day is the only one where he's been kind of like, not really an asshole, but he's still not particularly likable. He just does that he's really more annoying well. than anything. He does be an asshole and get smacked around for his troubles, either verbally or physically really well. So Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, but unfortunately, we can't really recommend going to see it. Yeah. It's like the definition of an average movie mm-hmm. to me. Damn. Shame. So, uh, is that about it, guys? Oh, uh, I, I think so. I think that's going to wrap it. 89 next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we got a good one picked out by Chuck. We'll see if the intern gets to keep his Just spot. a recommendation. We'll see. And I won't be here. <laughs> <He's> gonna... <laughs> All right. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's right. You're going to... Uh, Chicago Comic Con. Ooh. Sweet. Hang out with some Patrick Stewart and some Malcolm McDowell. Well, maybe in a couple weeks you'll Just be able to Just make sure one doesn't kill the other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and don't mention that to the other one. <laughs> they don't find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Terrence Stamp and Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> you mean Terrence Stamp? <laughs> no, that's Terrence Howard. Terrence McDowell. He's in that movie about fighter jets. That's oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> and pimps. This is Terrence Stamp for the Kansas Society. <laughs> Thanks, Hulu. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, let's do some uh, contact information. Let's do it. We're going to speed round you, BJ. Okay. Twitter. Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Email. BMF at BMFcast.com. Actual website. BMFcast.com. iTunes. Search for BMFcast or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Rate us, review us. Well, we like five stars and glowing reviews, but really anything helps. And subscribe. Lastly, yes, please. Lastly, the most important thing anyone can ever do. In their entire lives, that's call us on the hotline. And we guarantee you it's hot. That's the uh, that's the Garfield phone. 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Wake our cute little Garfield up and leave a message with him. Be just and, like Musum and Amy. Yes, Amy. And uh, that'll do it. Right. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Done. Wow. Sweet. Awesome. I, I, I zoned out there thinking yeah. it was going to be longer. <laughs> nope. I know. I, sp- I, I actually said speed yeah. round. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the hell let's out of here. This. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. 